When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Here comes Kase from a double stagger, puts it up on the way, got it, got it, got it, got it! 34-30, to 30, Nebraska by four, Kase Tominaga, intercepted pass, Hoiberg, the other way, lays it up and in, off the window, Sammy Hoiberg, how about those Huskers, how about the Huskers? It's a three, got it, Sammy my boy, Hoiberg with a three, nine point for Mark Hoiberg drives the ball, reverse layup on the left hand. Oh my goodness! Circus shot! Absolutely circus shot by Sammy Hoiberg. What a game by Hoiberg. Huskers up 11, 41 to 30. Right hash mark, CJ. Got it! Got it! Got it! CJ Wilcher. Double figures with 10. Huskers jump out on top by 8. The crowd back on their feet here at the vault. Here's an intercepted pass by Hoiberg. Hoiberg layup good. Sam Hoiberg, the governor. He's got Tominaga coming to it. Hides chasing him, fires and scores. It unbelievable, unbelievable three by Casey Tominaga. Get this ball in bounds. Let this let this crowd storm the floor, baby. Gillis into. Braden Smith, five, four, three, two, one. And for the first time in 41 years, Nebraska knocks off the top-ranked team in the country, and they are storming the floor. They are storming the floor. They are storming the floor. Love it. Sign your name, Fred Hoiberg. There's your signature win. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio. Uh, that is Kent Pavelka, the excellent Kent Pavelka, the immortal Kent Pavelka, Jake Milheisen, friend of the show. Uh, we can just loop that for the next hour 55, and you'll still have the hair on your arm standing up. What a ball game. What a win. What a takedown uh, by Nebraska of number one Purdue. Husker basketball, that bandwagon's beyond standing room. Only going to need more of a bandwagon. And Big Red gets it done. Kudos to Elijah. Uh, I'm going to owe him a side of beef at this rate for my steak and beer bets. I didn't think Nebraska could do it. They did it, and you loved it at PBA last night. Open phones for you here at 489-1240 with Hale Varsity Radio. Guys, we'll dive into the win, the, uh, the upset. The, the throttling, quite frankly, uh, of Nebraska and uh, 
Purdue. Pretty incredible. We'll check in with Mike Babcock. He's seen a lot of Husker basketball and some Husker football news in the transfer portal. A plug-and-play offensive lineman. We'll chat with Evan Bland about that. Husker Wrestling, Nebraska, Iowa, Friday. Mark Manning joins us at 525, and then a jock doc. Fellas, how we doing? Before you answer, let's get the roll call. Our starting five here at Hale Varsity in the stream. The Hale Varsity YouTube channel is where you can check us out. Also on Hale Varsity Radio Twitter at HVarsity Radio. Mike checks in. Brennan from the Black Hills in second. Anthony uh, in third. Roger four. Eric rounds it out are starting five, and then uh, uh, we shout out uh, to Brandon. He uh, sneaks in at sixth, and uh, Dion seven. So we've extended the bench a little bit, but how you feeling? I filmed a lot of the storming, me and uh, hundreds of my uh, fellow PBA friends. Elijah Herbal lived the mosh pit. Connor Clark, you're with us on the stream. Uh, I bet you uh, were... were just feeling it as well as long as a a basketball fan as you have been what a moment for nebraska basketball i mean last night was something that i don't think i ever saw coming i'm in the same boat as you schmitty i did not see nebraska winning that game it was the questionable status of bryce williams for me i thought that was you know a little bit too much maybe that puts purdue over the edge advantage wise but I think Nebraska played as close to a great game as you could, and that, that's what needed to happen last night, and that's exactly what happened last night. I mean, the team shot the three ball well. They shot the ball well in general. They made their shots count at the free throw line. A lot of hustle plays. I think arguably Jawan Gary and Sam Hoiberg had some of the most valuable minutes on the team last night, and I know they didn't lead the team in scoring, but just some of the plays that they were able to make last night – It was unbelievable watching it all the way over here in Illinois. The only bad thing about last night is, man, I wish I was in the building for that because it looked absolutely phenomenal. Can't believe that happened. And that is a separator in March. This team, barring it stays healthy, is an NCAA tournament team. And I think I can say that pretty confidently. It says that, Elijah, uh, you didn't need a helmet, didn't need a mouthpiece. Uh, it was a friendly court storming. I mean, there were people packed in, but no, I don't think anyone left that court storming bumped and bruised. Unless you were in the middle with Josiah Alec giving you chest bumps. He was pretty aggressive in the, in the center from what I saw <laughs> on video. I didn't get that close. I, uh, I was a late arriver a little bit to the court storming. I wasn't one of those people that was r- racing across the court and going, you know, full <laughs> chest bump with somebody else going full speed from the other way. I wasn't that far for... for Transparency's sake, I was uh, gifted some some free tickets. Thank you to Will Wilson, morning hookup here on KFOR. His parents weren't going. He texted me, and we were talking on the show yesterday. I said, oh, no, the game's on Peacock. I don't know how I'm going to watch it. Luckily, Will to the rescue sent me a text, hey, if you're not going, I got two tickets Why for you. you got 50 bucks? <laughs> it was free, so thank you. To nice. Me. That's thank the biggest you. favor ever. Thank you to the Wilson family. Uh, they allowed me to see that. We're up on the, the 200 level, uh, me and my buddy Alex. And with four minutes left, uh, Kise hits that three-pointer under four media timeout, and I say, we're going down. We're going to find our way into that lower bowl. <laughs> and there was a, a nice gentleman who let us sit in the, uh, the two empty seats on the end of his row for the final couple minutes of that game. And then as soon as the buzzer hit, we're racing down the aisle. 
uh, hopping over a railing, getting down on the court, entered on the side over by the Purdue bench. I would like to note for coach Matt Painter, there was plenty of security personnel keeping the fans away from the Purdue team, so I don't think they were ever in very much danger. There's an inherent slight danger that comes with court storming. I don't think they were in danger. The the Husker security and, and staff down the floor did a very good job keeping the Purdue team away from the fans, but it's not many times in your life you get to experience a court storming. I made sure to make it down into the lower bowl. I, uh, I hopped a railing, got to experience that, put a picture up on my Twitter, and then was, uh, was out of there. It was very hot down on the floor, and uh, the people were very excited, rightfully so. Uh, a win that goes down in Husker basketball memory, at least my lifetime, is probably the biggest. No sit Sundays right there, too, because of its importance to get into the tournament. But to take down the number one team in the country on your floor, that that was special. Timing is everything, and no sit Sundays, right? The, the final 10 days of the season, right? Frank, the tank and company come in for Wisconsin. You'd already had a win at Michigan State, top 10 Michigan State that year with Tim Miles. You follow it up, you bookend it before the big uh, wow. Big 10 tournament, and, and you get Frank, the tank. I'm and seeing what you're seeing a lot. A, a quick note here, we'll come back to this <laughs> later in the show. Breaking news one minute ago from Bruce Feldman. Uh, Coach Nick Saban has informed the Alabama football team that he is retiring effective immediately. Okay. Uh, this also from Chris Lowe. Chris Lowe and Bruce Feldman, uh, both on this news. Wow. So we'll get back to that later in the show. That's a bombshell. That is Nick Saban saying goodbye. And Pete Carroll walking away from Seattle. And Nebraska takes down top seed right now in the NCAA tournament, Purdue. In not even, I mean, it was dramatic with the way Nebraska responded. But it was uh, an AK uh, by Nebraska when you look at the, the, the number. You win by 16 points. Let's talk about that moment. A guy that really paced Nebraska on offense and went right at the reigning national player of the year was Rink Mast. I love how he was able to kind of get his offense going. Was annoying in his own words early on against uh, Edie down low. I think the barometer for this basketball team is Jawan Gary. I think Owan, as his teammates call him, if if he's active and aggressive and playing with passion, you've seen in Nebraska's wins this year, his ability to score, his ability to defend, his ability to, to, to do the dirty work uh, has come through. Indiana, uh, Michigan State, and again last night, that, that floor dive early Really juiced up PBA. It was incredible. Sam Hoiberg is the shot of energy every time he comes off the bench, especially at home for Nebraska basketball fans and his teammates. Kisei and, and Wiltshire, you want to let's take these two fellas to the craps table. They are on the mother of all heaters uh, from beyond the arc. It, it's been incredible. But here's Rink. Uh, he talks about the moment. Uh, did so last night, and he really big-time competitor, super composed, uh, and they are proud of what they did. But guys, as they're sitting up at the podium in the post game, they're all ready to move on to Iowa. They want to not be a one-hit wonder. They'll have this forever in their back, back pocket that they took down number one, but there's more work to do. Here's Rink on last night's moment. I mean, it doesn't get much much bigger than this one. Like, you played number one team, uh, reigning national player of the year. Um, I just see that as a challenge. And uh, luckily, the, the shots were going in in the beginning and gave the team a little spark. And every, everybody started believing, hey, there's, there's something there today. 
So, I mean, yeah, rise to the moment. Uh, I think everybody did that today. That they did. It was incredible. And growing up, I've had a chance to see a lot of Nebraska basketball. My golden era, many Nebraska fans' golden era, that, that knee run of tournaments, uh, the, the teams that, that Coach Jeff Smith uh, was an assistant on with Pikowski and Chubbuck and Badgett, uh, Mikey Moore, Strick. I mean, just some incredible players that went to four straight NCAAs. The, the, the bookend was Lou and, and our dear friend Andy Markowski, uh, that that last tournament pre miles and Nebraska was almost bulletproof at, at the Bob Devaney Sports Center against the who's who Kansas Oklahoma State Oklahoma Missouri they'd all come in one one time or another with single digits next to their name and it, they they may have ended up number one or made it to a final four but this is different this hits different because of how it happened for Nebraska how they responded uh, to Purdue's push in that second half, guys. And quite honestly, the way they're able to 180 this thing, 180 by, you still, and rightfully so, had questions about them after Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's Elite Eight good. We'll burn that tape if I'm wrong. Uh, But Nebraska looked the part last night against a team in Purdue that really had no answers. I mean, they were they were befuddled by Nebraska's energy and intensity defensively. Then you factor in Nebraska's elite shot making. That's incredible. I think Nebraska, they can keep doing this. Uh, I'll talk to you Friday about how I'm going to bet it. I don't know. What's your trust level like? You ready to say I do to this team? I mean... Yeah, at home, but for them, they still, God, and I sound like such a, yeah, but wait, guy. It's the Husker PTSD? No, it is, but uh, you still need to see, see it on the road more times than not, right? Well, I think the next two games, which are on the road, may I add. Yeah, it's, it's are, Iowa City and it's Rutgers. Game. They're totally winnable, but they're also losable. Fair? Fair. I think that's a fair take. I think, honestly, Rutgers is more losable than the Iowa one uh, just because Rutgers has been so good at the rack this year. But, I mean, this is a team that – and you, you kind of mentioned it earlier, Schmitty, about the word response. And I think you could take that and put it into maybe even four different parts over the last three or four days. The response from the loss at Wisconsin, right? The response to Mason Gillis lighting it up early in the game. The response to the run that Purdue made at the start of the second half made it a one-point game. I mean, all of that, and you mentioned Purdue didn't really have an answer for that. Every single time that the Boilers made a run last night, there was a counterpunch that was 10 times harder for Nebraska. So I think you have to give a ton of credit to Nebraska for that. That gives me a lot of confidence in this team going forward. Are they going to win every game that they see? Obviously not. It's the Big Ten Conference. Anything can happen. You saw that last night. But... I think that response factor that this team has, you know, been able to develop gives you a lot more confidence than you maybe would have before. And I think the next two games are winnable, to your point. They're also losable. But if they are able to stack some wins, you come home against Northwestern. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm just saying. A win like last a, night lets you get ahead of yourself a little yeah, bit as like, a fan. Come on. They, they beat the number one team in the country by 16 points. How could I not? And I'd just like to add here, maybe my, my boldest take of this first segment 
any game that Nebraska shoots 61% from behind the arc, I think they have a pretty good chance of getting it done, as evidenced by last night. Doesn't matter who they're playing. 61% from behind the arc, while is a, a, a bit higher than expected, it didn't feel like an exceptional three-point shooting night from Nebraska. It felt really good, don't get me wrong, but it didn't feel like something that was so out of character that they've been doing it. Yeah, I mean, they, they did it against Indiana. They did it against Michigan State, right? They, 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 have, they have the shooters. Extremely well. a, a team shooting 61% hard to replicate, but they have the shooters to put together some really, really high three-point shooting numbers. And I, it's, it's hard to call that a recipe for success moving forward, 61%. But they have the shooters to get it done with a really, really good clip behind the arc. They have the offense either in rank or the kick out to compete and score it's going to come down to their defense do they replicate that energy like they brought with them to k-state like they did have against indiana they can flip a switch that switch was on all night against purdue it just wasn't at wisconsin mike babcock's with us next